The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's another Tuesday Good News Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. Tuesday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle 1. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Mother Theodore Guerin. She was born in 1798 and was the foundress of the Sisters of Providence of Saint Mary of the Woods, Indiana. She's been called a visionary, a model of virtue, and a source of inspiration and hope. Hers is a story of strength and prayer, challenge and humility, sorrow and peace. She died in 1856, and in 2006, Mother Theodore Guerin was recognized as a saint by Pope Benedict XVI in a canonization ceremony at St. Peter's Square in Rome. St. Mother Theodore Guerin is the patron of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Lafayette, Indiana. St. Mother Theodore Guerin, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Oh Jesus, I come before you at the beginning of this day. I gaze at your face. I look upon your side, pierced by the lance. Your wounded heart speaks to me of God's love poured out for us. Take, Lord, and receive my heart. The words of faith that I speak, the works of justice I would do my joys and sufferings. When I come to the Eucharistic table, gather my offerings to your own for the life of the world, and at the end of the day, place me with Mary, your mother, and for her sake, take me to your heart. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for the Church that she may adopt listening and dialogue as a lifestyle at every level and allow herself to be guided by the Holy Spirit towards the peripheries of the world. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. We ask the Holy Spirit to guide us in our prayer so that we really have a dialogue with Jesus and with the entire Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I wanted to start this time of prayer with a passage from the Gospel. Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem, and he's stopping in different villages along the way. And what he does is he sends some of the disciples to go ahead of him in order to prepare his arrival. And we read, On the way they entered a Samaritan village to prepare for his reception there, but they would not welcome him because the destination of his journey was Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? Jesus turned and rebuked them and they journeyed to another village. So the disciples go to a town in order to prepare the arrival of Jesus, to talk about Jesus. 
and the town doesn't want to hear it. And so the disciples get angry. And James and John, known as the sons of thunder, well, they they certainly seem to deserve that name here. And they say, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? But Jesus not only says no, he rebukes them and says, let's move on to the next village. Jesus, you are the one who is rejected, and you hold no anger. You even correct the apostles strongly, and you move on. You move on to the next village. You move on to the next task at hand. Jesus, you are both God and man, and you encountered difficulties. You encountered rejection. In fact, you still do. And sometimes rejection from me. And thankfully, you you don't plan revenge. You don't plan revenge against that town. You don't get angry. You don't throw a fit. You don't get stuck in the mud. It's simply time to move on to the next part of God's will. There's a great lesson for us here. When, because we encounter difficulties. We encounter obstacles. We can encounter rejection. And we're not alone. Because Jesus was and is today also rejected. There's an autobiography by a man who is a very successful uh, American football coach. And at the beginning of his career, things didn't go all that well. And um, he says that at the age of 28, he and his wife, who had a budding family, are deciding what direction he should go in professionally. He's always wanted to coach but has had a really hard time keeping a job. And so they're, they're trying to, to talk it out and see, well, should he, should he change professions? Should he go to law school? And so he writes in his book that after having prayed about it a lot and after having talked it over with his wife, they decide to give coaching a try for five years. And then if after five years it hasn't gone well, we'll try something else, thinking basically 33 is young enough age to change careers. So shortly after that, after that decision, uh, the beginning of this five-year stint <laughs> in trying to get established as a, as a football coach, he gets an offer to be an assistant coach in a university in a different state. In fact, very, very far away from where he was living. So he's very excited. He accepts the job and he takes his wife and his two kids. His wife was actually pregnant with their third at the time. And they go to this new state. They move into a new house. And they haven't even unpacked the boxes yet. It's the first day of work. And he finds out that the head coach, so the man who had hired him, has quit. Just out of the blue. Quits. So then there's this great big question. What is going to happen to him? Will the new coach, whoever he is, will the new coach keep him? And so he writes, he writes in his book, I didn't know the new coach and didn't know anyone who knew him. But he had a reputation for being fair. So I did my best to impress him when he came to interview the assistant coaches. I must have done a great job because he fired me within the hour. And as I was leaving his office, after receiving that bad news, he said, oh, one more thing. Yes, I said. Have you ever thought about going to a different profession? Well, that was a tough moment because all of a sudden he just moved to a new state a young family and he's without a job. But he didn't give up. He, and his, he even asked his wife, should we, 
should we just start looking for a new job now? And they said, no, no. We decided that we're going to try this for five years. It was something we really prayed about. They really talked about. Something we saw in the presence of God. And so this, this setback, this disappointment, was not going to change their plans. In fact, his wife got a job while he looked for one. And eventually he found one and his career moved on. And his name is Lou Holtz. Pretty famous name in the United States, and he became a very successful football coach for Notre Dame. Coach Holtz did not dwell on the defeat. In fact, he didn't really have time to. He had his wife and his kids. And he held no grudges. He moved on. And talking about that, that whole event, he even says that, well, God has a sense of humor, and sometimes we have a hard time understanding the jokes. But then later on, we do. We see that God did have a plan. So defeat and disappointment, rejection, as in the case of Jesus, and also Coach Holtz, it can happen and it can be hard. And strong feelings and emotions can really well up within us. So in the presence of our Lord, we can ask, how do we handle these moments? Jesus, help me realize that you went through those difficult moments. And, are, and continue to be rejected today. And sometimes I am the one rejecting you. But help me turn to you in those difficult moments when I may feel alone, angry, really angry, or really sad. Help me turn to you in prayer. Help me turn to you in the sacrament, particularly the Eucharist, and also in the sacrament of confession. Maybe sometimes the emotions get the best of me and I don't react the way I should. Help me turn to you in the cross. Help me resist the temptation to seek out easy compensation or illicit pleasures that don't actually help me deal with the difficulties. Help me, Jesus, seek help in others who care about me, talking to someone, a spouse, a friend, a spiritual director, a confessor. The point is not to spiral into anger or discouragement, but to look ahead to the next step, to the next village, as in the case of Jesus, or the next job application, in the case of Coach Holtz. There is a way out. I wanted to read a quote here. We need to set aside all anger and disappointment and to embrace the way things are, even when they do not turn out as we wish. Not with mere resignation, but with hope and courage. In this way, we become open to a deeper meaning. Our lives can be miraculously reborn if we find the courage to live them in accordance with the gospel. It does not matter if everything seems to have gone wrong or something can no longer be fixed. God can make flowers spring up from stony ground. That's from Pope Francis's letter on St. Joseph. God can make flowers spring up from stony ground. Or as Coach Holt said, he has a sense of humor, even though sometimes we may not get the joke. <laughs> but we're not alone. God is our Father. He's a loving Father, and He has a plan. So Jesus, thank you for everything you've done for me. Thank you for being by my side always. Help me be focused on your will, on the next step that you've planned for my life, no matter what difficulties or obstacles I may go through. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This liturgical day begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak 
on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On Tuesday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time, October 3rd, 2023, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Come, let us worship the Lord our mighty God. Cry out with joy to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God.
Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not envy those who do evil. For they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord, He will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act. So that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers, a man who makes evil plots to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret, it only leads to evil. For those who do evil shall perish, the patient shall inherit the land. A little longer, and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place. He is not there, but the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Turn Turn away away from from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. He protects the lives of the upright. Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows. They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying, but the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall, for the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old, but I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All the day he is generous and lends, and his children become a blessing. Then turn away from evil and do good, and you shall have a home forever, 
for the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends. The unjust shall be wiped out forever and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land, there they shall live forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Turn Turn away from from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey him. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again. He was gone. I searched. He was nowhere to be found. See the just man. Mark the upright. For the peaceful man, a future lies in store. But sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord, their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in Him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus, for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. Teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek his kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. Teach me goodness and holy wisdom, for I have put my trust in your guidance. From the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Philippians. Conduct yourselves in a way worthy of the gospel of Christ. If you do, whether I come and see you myself or hear about your behavior from a distance, it will be clear that you are standing firm in unity of spirit and exerting yourselves with one accord for the faith of the gospel. Do not be intimidated by your opponents in any situation. Their opposition foreshadows downfall for them but salvation for you. All this is as God intends, for it is your special privilege to take Christ's part, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. Yours is the same struggle as mine, the one in which you formerly saw me engaged and now hear that I am caught up. In the name of the encouragement you owe me in Christ, In the name of the solace that love can give, of fellowship in spirit, compassion, and pity, I beg you, 
make my joy complete by your unanimity, possessing the one love, united in spirit and ideals. Never act out of rivalry or conceit. Rather, let all parties think humbly of themselves as superior to themselves, each of you looking to others' interests rather than his own. Your attitude must be that of Christ's. Though he was in the form of God, he did not deem equality with God something to be grasped at. Rather, he emptied himself and took the form of a slave, being born in the likeness of men. He was known to be of human estate, and it was thus that he humbled himself, obediently accepting even death, death on a cross. Because of this, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name above every other name, so that at Jesus' name every knee must bend, in the heavens, on the earth, and under the earth, and every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father, Jesus Christ is Lord. The Word of the Lord. Christ bore our sins on the cross so that we might die to sin and live a life of holiness. Through his death, he broke the power of the devil, the prince of death. Our faith rests on Jesus, who endured the cross for the sake of the joy that lay before him. Through his death, he broke the power of the devil, the prince of death. A reading from a letter to the Philippians by St. Polycarp, Bishop and Martyr. Presbyters should be sympathetic and merciful to everyone, bringing back those who have wandered, visiting the sick. They must not neglect widows and orphans or the poor, ever providing for what is good in the sight of God and of men. They should refrain entirely from anger, human respect and prejudice. Avarice should be wholly alien to them. Nor should they be rash in believing something said against another, nor too severe in judging others, since they know that we are all debtors through sin. If then we pray to the Lord to forgive us, we must in turn forgive, for we live under the eye of our Lord and God, and we must all stand before the judgment seat of God, each to give an account of himself. Let us then serve God with fear and awe. The Lord's command is also the command of the apostles who preached the gospel to us, to say nothing of the prophets who foretold the Lord's coming. Our observance of what is good should be meticulous, avoiding anything that might cause another to stumble. We must shun false brothers and those who assume the Lord's name hypocritically and lead the unwary into error. For anyone who does not confess that Jesus has come in the flesh is the Antichrist, and anyone who refuses to admit the testimony of the cross is of the devil. Whoever perverts the Lord's words to suit his own desires and denies that there is a resurrection or a judgment is the firstborn of Satan. So let us abandon the folly of the masses and their false teaching and return to the teaching that was handed down to us from the beginning. We must be alert in prayer, constant in fasting, 
And in our prayers, let us beg God, who sees everything, not to lead us into temptation. As the Lord has said, The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So let us persevere in the pledge of our righteousness and in our hope that is in Christ Jesus. In his mouth no hint of guilt was discovered. He committed no sin, and yet bore our sins in his own body on the tree. Rather, he endured everything for our sake, so that we might live in him. Let us then imitate his constancy. If we should suffer because of his name, let us give him that glory. For this is the personal example he has given us. This is the object of our faith. We should be concerned with living honorable lives, not only in the sight of God, but in the sight of all men. Let us never give any offense to anyone. So So that that our our ministry may may not be blamed. blamed. I trust in God, and I strive to keep a clear conscience before God and men. So So that that our our ministry may may not be blamed. Let us pray. O God, who manifest your almighty power above all by pardoning and showing mercy, bestow, we pray, your grace abundantly upon us, and make those hastening to attain your promises heirs to the treasure of heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord gets to a Samaritan village and finds that he's unwelcome. It's coming up in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Rolliford Radio and the Rolliford Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Rolliford Radio and the Rolliford Radio app. It is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023, Tuesday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we see an example of why the Lord nicknamed James and John the Sons of Thunder. It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. When the days drew near for him to be received up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him who went and entered a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. But the people would not receive him, because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples, James and John, saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to bid fire come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them, and they went on to another village. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings, are on the Relevant Radio app. Well, John eventually came around. It could be that he recognized his temper as a dominant defect and worked and prayed to rid himself of it. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. God granted St. John a profound grasp of the meaning of charity, both in his writings and his personal life. The Lord chose him to watch over Our Lady, 
Inspired by the Holy Spirit, John wrote these words of great wisdom. By this it may be seen who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not do right is not of God, nor he who does not love his brother. We cannot become discouraged at the thought of our faults and failures. The Lord knows full well what we are made of. He relies on time and grace along with our desires to improve. According to many authors of spiritual books, progress in our life of piety depends a good deal on our recognition and understanding of our dominant defect. This is the defect which has the biggest influence on our behavior and thinking. It typically becomes evident in what we do, what we want, what we think. It can be vanity, laziness, impatience, pessimism, a critical spirit. Each person has his or her own path to holiness. Some people require more fortitude. Others need more hope or joy. If we think of the interior life as a little fortress, then the dominant defect is the weak point in the wall. The enemy of souls looks precisely for this area of vulnerability so that he can enter the fortress with relative ease. As a result, we would do well to know this weakness. We ought to ask ourselves, what do we habitually have our hearts set on? What worries us most? What leads us to suffer or lose our peace or fall into sadness? Most of the temptations we experience will be related in some way to this dominant defect. This strategy is completely logical from the enemy's point of view. Progress in the interior life requires knowledge of this defect. Let us ask God for his grace in overcoming it. Lord, keep away from me whatever keeps me away from you. We can repeat this prayer many times a day. We should build up the firm resolution never to make a compromise with our defects. The particular examination should be focused on the wearing down of the dominant defect. In your particular examination, you have to go straight toward the acquisition of a definite virtue or toward the routing out of the defect which is dominating you. We will find the strength to wage this lifelong struggle in personal spiritual direction. Mary, our mother, will forever offer peace and joy to all those who resolve to follow the Lord. Our step should be lively like that of the virgins. Like Mary, too, we will experience pain, exhaustion from work, difficult moments of faith. We walk hand in hand with Mary, who is full of grace. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit have showered her with gifts. She has been made the most perfect creature. She is a person like us. Her mission is to give out good things. More than that, she has become herself, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Mary, Mother of Jesus, sign of consolation and sure hope. She is the guiding light that goes before the pilgrim people of God. She is our mother. She is the way to reach the Lord. Mary will fill our lives with joy. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers and it's available at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's turn now once again to prayer with the entire church. We are led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Send forth your light and your truth. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men, rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, are my stronghold, why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, 
my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts and pour over us the brightness of your light. Lord, Lord, send send forth forth your your light and your your truth. Lord, keep us safe all the days of our lives. Lord, keep Keep us us safe all all the the days days of of our lives. Once I said, In the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion, he breaks all my bones. Day and night, you give me over to torment. Like a swallow, I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction when you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, Your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, keep keep us us safe all the days of our life. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you, we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you, all flesh will come with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts. We are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God, our Savior, the hope of all the earth and of far distant isles. You uphold the mountains with your strength. 
you are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. The lands of sunrise and sunset you fill with your joy. You care for the earth, give it water, you fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth. You drench its furrows, you level it, soften it with showers, you bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness, abundance flows in your steps, in the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy, the meadows covered with flocks, the valleys are decked with wheat. They shout for joy, yes, they sing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us, so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. To you, O God, our our praise is due in Zion. A reading from 1 Thessalonians You are not in the dark, brothers, that the day should catch you off guard like a thief. No, all of you are children of light and of the day. We belong neither to darkness nor to night. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Dawn finds me watching, crying out for you. All my trust is in your promise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, listen listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, All the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Let us bless our Savior who enlightens the world by his resurrection. Let us humbly beg him. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Lord Jesus, we honor your resurrection in our morning prayer. The hope of your glory enlightens our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Accept, Lord, our prayers and petitions. As the first fruits of our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Grant that we may progress today in your love. And that all things may work together for our good and the good of all. Keep Keep us, us, Lord, on on your path. path. Make our light shine so brightly before men. That seeing our good works, they may give glory to the Father. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord Jesus Christ, true light of the world, you guide all mankind to salvation. Give us the courage, strength, and grace to build a world of justice and peace, ready for the coming of that kingdom. You live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I have to go, and you do too. It's time to get your day moving. Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming up in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. Patrick Conley later yet with The Inner Life. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.